believe in yourself and be confident. Um, it really doesn't come quickly. You have to you have to do something to become um, a better person, a stronger person, a person who is uh, ready to live happy. You know, who is ready to be happy. This podcast shows that Ukraine is not what foreigners see on television. In reality, Ukrainian people are much better, much more interesting and friendly than other people expect. This podcast is about the real life, experiences, work, and personalities of Ukrainian people with a focus on the capital, Kiev, so that foreigners discover the positive truth about Ukraine, hear the voices of Ukrainians, visit the country and invest in the economy, creating more opportunities for the younger Ukrainian generations to stay and build their country. Hello, my name is Aziz and I have a deep connection with Ukraine. My grandfather volunteered in 1987 to help clean and liquidate the Chernobyl chemical radiation because he believed in humanity. He was a real hero for me, and even though he struggled with cancer after that, for the rest of his life, he always told me many great things about Ukraine and its people. Then, from 2018 to 2019, for two years, I began working with UNICEF in Ukraine to help build orphanages for the children who lost their families in the war. I could not return to Ukraine in 2020 because of COVID-19, so this project is my volunteer work to help Ukraine. And thank you. Thank you all so much for the support. This podcast now is ranking number one on Apple Podcasts about Ukraine. Top 100 travel podcasts in Switzerland. Top 60 travel podcasts in the UK. Top 30 in the Netherlands. And I noticed today top 30 in Spain on the travel Apple Podcasts top 25 on Apple Russia, and top 20 on Apple Poland. So please keep supporting and follow the new Instagram about this at aziz.future. My guest today is Alexandra Gorban. Sasha is a professional singer. She was born in Mariupol, then moved to Kiev when she was 17. She was invited to a Ukrainian girls band when she was 19. Then three years later, she left and moved to Turkey, lived there for a few years before returning to Ukraine. She is now working with international musicians. She plans to continue working in the music industry, and she has a popular channel where she does song covers on her social media. She loves meditation. She loves to be in sync with the world's energy and believes a lot in her intuition. Sasha, how are you today? Hi, I'm amazing. Thank you so much. How have you been? I'm great, amazing, excited, and I've been looking forward to this interview. So to begin with you, I thank you. Your voice is um, really representative of a singer. So maybe, I don't know, at some point you can answer with a song or not. 
But my question is, what is, if among all the things that you like doing, what would be one thing that you love more than anything else? Well, seriously, um, I think that I feel good when I help animals and when I'm working on myself. When these two things are connected, this is, this is amazing. I feel amazing. Okay, so when you work on yourself and you help animals at the same time, there are so many things we can discuss here, but let me ask an unusual question. You, as an intuitive person and someone who is in sync with the energies of the world, how does your intuition and the energy of animals you know, relate to you? Do you feel them at a different level? Do you feel you understand their thoughts on some way or that their energy is different from humans? Or what is happening there? Well, definitely um, their energy is absolutely different. They're more kind and they will never do you any harm. That's for sure. I think people who love animals, they will understand me very well. Um, Thank you. It reminds me one thing. It reminds me of the Zen Buddhist. There is a story, really, that if you want to see someone or something that is enlightened, just go watch a cat because cats are enlightened. So I think that in a way you're feeling that energy of enlightenment from the cats. And I'm sure that people listening now are saying this is such a weird episode what's happening. <laughs> so, but why not? You Let's know, it's very rare it. uh, to, to meet someone who is enlightened, as you say. Uh, you can definitely sense this energy, but there are not a lot of people like that. Uh, because people, you know, uh, they maybe are born perfect, but with time, unfortunately, the real world is making them not very perfect, let's say like that. Tell me more. Let's explore like the forces you believe are corrupting in a way the perfect nature of a human who is born perfect. Oh, a lot of things. Um, well, uh, first, we are coming to this world to uh, parents that are actually not perfect already because they have had their experience before. And this experience wasn't that good. Also, the world around us, it's not perfect. Let's say if you want to see perfect, okay, it's perfect. But in fact, it's not because we hear a lot of not very nice things, a lot of negativity, and we catch it. And uh, I think... Wait, wait, this is beautiful. No, no, it's important. Two things. Okay, of course, I will mention that the human brain was evolved to focus too much on the negative and not so much on gratitude and perfection. Because in ancient times, when we were in the savanna or forest or tundra or whatever, mm -hmm. if we were too happy, we will not focus on the predators and we died. So it was valuable to focus on the negative because it was survival. Mm -hmm. But now I'm asking, so this, this is important and please focus with, uh, with me on this question. So when you walk around and there are people who have negative energy, you mm -hmm. said you catch it. So is it in a way that 
people's energy truly impact you and maybe at some points in your life you had times where you preferred to stay at home because if you left you might not return in a good uh, uh, energy because you were catching the energy of everyone you walk and pass that you saw and it was like too much well uh, yeah i sometimes uh, meet this kind of people but uh, nowadays i um i can protect myself from this you know i'm just trying not to focus that much uh, somewhere in my thoughts or listening music it helps a lot okay I have to ask because that seems to be a strategy and it reminds me of Olga Nechaeva what she said that her strategy in doing this is that first very quickly within one or two minutes she understands whether that person is a positive good person or not if they're not she will close herself and her emotions so that there is like a barrier that cannot be crossed and many people think she has no emotions but because and in reality she's so sensitive she needs to protect herself from people but she has this ability and intuition to know whether it's a person she can open to who are rare or yeah. most of the people who are not that's her strategy to you it seems to me that you don't put a wall but you distract your attention somewhere else can you comment on this well i'm trying to it's not uh, easy in fact uh to put a wall because you know uh we are human beings and we want to communicate with people we want to be the world is one we are not just a person we are all together so we need to be in sync with each other and communicate but yeah if if i feel something is wrong i sometimes even you know i put um let's say some kind of barrier energetical barrier and it helps a lot I feel protected. Thank you. I will give you another perspective which since I have been like meditating in the vipassana way for 7 or 8 years already there mm-hmm. is this principle in it that what is pure purifies and in there you're not supposed to protect yourself through a wall but in reality you meditate on people's negative energy which works as a fuel to your enlightenment because it's extra energy that will focus you during meditation because it's not pleasant and therefore it will get attention and therefore it can be a tool for even deeper meditation and therefore they say yes you will walk around but the fact that you will absorb that energy and transform it through your meditation you are clearing negative energy from the universe and that is called being of service to other human beings without action it's passive service to human beings that's a perspective that i have but i understand because as an empath even when i was small and my mother will be in a bad mood i felt it really strong and i was thinking like is it my fault did i do anything wrong and then it was not really a pleasant experience because i was you know when you're too small you have you don't have the power to change an adult's mood yeah. in a way and to ask you another thing yeah do you use your energies when you are singing what i mean is um do you flow with the energy do you use that ability to to feel your own energies and expressing the energies in the 
lyrics and the words and the rhythm of a song. I understood. Well, I think that I'm giving a lot of energy when I'm singing. I feel the song. Uh, I love to sing. It makes me happy. So when we love something, I think we're giving our energy. And people actually feel it. You know, they... they uh, I actually have been told that uh, I'm very sensitive and open when I'm singing. But other times, most of the time, I'm closed. Well, that's true. Okay. If I understood correctly, in normal life, you are closed. But when you are in front of the mic and singing, you are absolutely vulnerable and open. Is this a correct understanding? Well, not every time. Of course, not every time. There are different people that I want to open up to. Uh, definitely, I, I won't be opening up to uh, just a random person. So some of them sense this energy and they're telling me this. Thank you. Then I have to ask two things. Since you love meditation, the metaphor of opening is the lotus. Is that the correct metaphor for you opening emotionally? And the second, which is a bit more interesting, there are two kinds of people. Some people who say, when I give all my energy, I feel exhausted and tired at the end of the day. And there are other people who say, actually, when I give my energy, it's like the source is something deeper and bigger than me and therefore i feel even more recharged when i give all my energy in a performance which kind of feeling do you usually have uh you know while i'm uh, pisces and pisces are a bit different you know they're out of this world a bit probably i'm sure that pisces who are listening now they will understand what i mean uh i cannot say that uh it is like it's charging me. No. When I'm giving energy, I'm giving my energy. Then I need to somehow take this energy from somewhere else. Um, maybe from people or from, again, animals or from uh, the energy of the world, you know, trees and so on. Yes, although that sounds to me a bit like a vampire <laughs> where you're drinking the blood really? of other people or energy. Because <laughs> in reality, did you know that vampires are a metaphor for a kind of narcissistic people who come? I don't know whether you met such a person before where they come and you speak to them and you feel tired and you don't know why. But what yeah. they did is that, okay. Chemically and biologically, what they did is they shown slight ways that they're showing they're superior to you, which mm -hmm. means it will reduce your serotonin, increase your cortisol, but yep. they feel better, which increases their serotonin. Or in energetic forms, they will suck your energy, add it to themselves in a cheap, toxic way, and therefore they will feel better at the expense of someone else instead of what you said. When you help, then both will feel better and that's a healthy way to be. Can you comment on this as well as to you, what is the meaning really of happiness for Sasha? <laughs> well, first about, um, about people who are taking your energy. Of course, there are people like that. They're trying to trigger your emotions and, uh, you know, taking what they need, let's say like that. I don't know how it, how it happens. 
you know, it's very hard for me to to understand uh, how does it happen. But uh, I have met some people like that, of course. I'm sure you did too. Everyone, as long as you're outside, even whether in school or anywhere, you will meet such people. Yeah. Whether work, school, activities. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, and what's happiness? What's happiness for me? Um, happiness. I think. I think uh, it's not uh, material goods most of the time. I mean, it's also nice to have. Um, uh, I don't know, a good phone or MacBook or I don't know, good clothes or um, live in a good apartment, but it's not the main thing. And I would love people to understand that it's really not the main thing. The most important is how you feel inside. It's like um, I think it's important to be to be happy with yourself. If you're happy, then everything becomes amazing. Amazing, even even if you have, uh, I don't know, if you live in a bad place, or you're not having million dollar dollar something like that. I agree with you one thousand percent. To me, every day the measure of a happy day is: I think, did I feel alive? Did I have meaningful moments? Did I feel in, in the way I wish to feel and become a better person for the next day in that day? And if so, that is to me the measure of success and achievement and building fulfillment, which in psychology, there is a difference between happiness and fulfillment. Fulfillment is feeling that you're on the right path, living your life in the right way. And even if you have bad days, you can still be fulfilled while happiness is a temporary feeling of like celebrating a goal or -hmm. like you said, a new phone or a new MacBook or whatever. Mm -hmm. And on my other podcast, I was speaking to one of the really successful German entrepreneurs who is called uh, Sebastian Schaffer. And what he said to me, he has been working, working all his life to escape from himself. And then he realized, he said, look, now I can work one day and make enough money to live a full year, but I cannot stop working and something is wrong. And I have to stop and think, why is it wrong? And he said, look, I have been neglecting what makes me happy, thinking that someday I will be happy when I achieve things. But in reality, it's meaningless because I still feel as bad as when I was poor. And so he said, it doesn't mean anything. And therefore now I have to rebalance myself and think about and rediscover and relearn what is really that makes me happy. So I live in this way because he escaped so long that he doesn't know himself, although he has achieved things in the world. And he said, I was achieving them more to feel important so that people mm-hmm. respect me and say, wow, he's so successful, but it wasn't really what made him happy. Can right. you comment on this as well and, as yeah. any other thoughts? Yeah, uh, I think um, it's important to go your own way and achieve things. But uh, most important is to um, be, as you say, fulfilled, not like not happy. Uh, fulfilled Uh, like for example I think that people are trying to work on 
it's not about their mood, but they're trying to close their anxiety uh, for the world and they're working a lot. And that's my thought. Uh, they're working a lot uh, then to show people that they mean something. But even if people are saying that, oh, you're amazing, you achieved a lot, uh, they will not feel good. They will not feel successful and actually not very happy because um, first is important to be in sync with yourself and understand your needs. Maybe, I don't know, maybe for you it's nice to, I don't know, live in some village with the cows and you'll be super, super happy with that. But people are uh, thinking a bit another way they think that if they will achieve something they will actually be happy but it doesn't happen i agree with you and now speaking about happiness in ukraine i had at least three guests say this that ukrainian people are not very happy and one of the guests said look it's because in ukraine there is no middle class there is only really rich people or okay. poor people, and therefore the poor people, they cannot be happy because they're worried whether they will have enough food and enough money and pay the rent so they don't have really the ability to That's think true. about happiness in life. That's one thing. While another person said, actually, Ukrainian people are very funny and very happy. They just don't show it on the outside. They're a bit more reserved. So to you, can you comment on this and speak also about happiness in Ukraine? And you said that you have been feeling with your intuition that 2021 and beyond will be a big change in the positive energies of people in the world. I actually hope because uh, there are a lot of um, people who are actually working on themselves and trying to, uh, to be better day by day who are meditating, who are trying to uh, know what is waiting for them and how to actually change the future. They really think about it. I know this kind of people. Uh, and uh, about actually happiness and poor people and rich people, mm, yes. Um, unfortunately, we have a lot of very poor people and uh, they, they think how to survive. That's why it's hard for them to be really happy, to enjoy the moment. And I, I totally agree. Yes, which is related to, in psychology, Maslow's hierarchy of needs, that you cannot really get to the level of self-actualization yeah. and valuing working on yourself if you're worried about shelter and food and right. basic needs. So I understand. And I had the counsel from IQO, uh, who was a guest here, and he said another way. He said, look, there are people who are born and have the culture of a post-Soviet Union, and those people are not happy because they have a different mentality that doesn't really think happiness is important, and therefore they're not. But the younger generations, mm -hmm. they're more European, and they value happiness and spirituality and self-development. Is this something you notice or the people working on themselves are yeah. of all ages? No, no, definitely not. Uh, older generation is um, it's just most of the time complaining or thinking that 
if you know we have um, this kind of life that it means that we should have it that like it's like a destiny you know if you're staying here you should stay here forever and live here and uh you know don't even dream about something bigger they say or oh my god what are you dreaming about what are you thinking about what are your dreams i have heard it a lot but i think it's really important to uh dream and to um do something to achieve it it's not only about dreams definitely i also have met a lot of uh young uh, boys and girls who are uh who want to change their lives you know even if they're not so happy now they want to to make their life better by i don't know probably relocating somewhere because uh it's important what kind of environment is um surrounding you i agree with you 1000% that we cannot fight we're not stronger than the environment and even there are things i don't know whether it's the same in kiev but i know about finland that in the winter depression increases by 50 to 60% only because of the weather and the gray skies it forces the brain into a state of depression i don't know whether it's the same in ukraine but it shows the effect of the environment and to ask you a bit more because mm-hmm. this is really about you when you want to enjoy yourself and you want to relax i don't know whether you go to to walk somewhere or do yoga or meditate or play with your cat but what is something that really really recharges your energies uh, i think um it's some breathing techniques it's helping me a lot it helps to um you know stabilize my meridians uh, the energy inside me it helps a lot uh and uh, cats and sleeping and uh eating chocolate oh my god i love sweets yeah i'm trying not to eat them but i love it so much so that's basically no wait wait i love chocolate and i love cats too <laughs> So I imagine you're eating chocolate while playing with your cats and yeah. breathing the box breathing <laughs> technique yes, at, the same time. at the same time. So, okay, please share two things. One, what are the specifics of the breathing technique? Because there are many in the world. Some of them is like breathe for the count of six, hold for six, um, exhale for six and then yeah. wait for six and do it again some others is imagine your um, middle chakra and breathe into it for like six and then eight out six eight out or whatever are mm-hmm. the technique that you use please share well, about that that's one and the second what mm-hmm. is your favorite chocolate i don't know whether it's godiva or ferrero rocher <laughs> or one of those but i have to know <laughs> okay uh well uh, there are um two types of meditation for me the first is a very secret meditation i was uh, taking lessons from an amazing person um he's a very very strong uh person he knows a lot he's doing a lot he's doing unbelievable things uh and another type of meditation is actually um, yes uh, just um taking the 
energy from the world, from uh, the, I don't know, highest powers, let's say like that, and um, cleaning your chakras, uh, cleaning your body, you're just imagining it, and uh, it helps a lot, but let's say the secret techniques are working better for me than um, cleaning chakras with the energy. Uh, I think we can clean chakras in a different way. But there's also some, you know, techniques that I don't think that I will share this um, here on this podcast. Of course. And now I have to ask another thing. I notice the way that you think about the world. We spoke about energies, chakra, that we're all one and the higher power. I would like you to share the whole thing that you think how does the world work? What forces are at play? What is the high power? And how are we all related? Like, if you could share the way you think about this with the world. And you didn't speak about chocolate, but let's go. <laughs> let's turn to the chocolates first, and then we'll speak about uh, the energy. Uh, it's hard to say. I like um, lean, I like very dark chocolate uh you know 80 or 90 percent i also love ferrara rocher but there are a lot of sugar so i'm trying to avoid it goodiva is very nice as well you mentioned it there are a lot of good really uh, good quality chocolates but um, it's hard to say now i cannot name it because i do not remember but i love chocolate that's it okay and about the energy uh, how do i i feel it well you know when you feel a person somehow you can sense the energy right you can understand if this person is not very nice or nice so that's actually the energy and i think it's all around us the highest powers what is that i cannot um explain you how i see it it's like for me, it's like the energy. I People call it God. Uh, some of them are going to church and they pray or whatever they're doing. I must tell you, I did it a long time ago, but it never helped me. I, I felt really exhausted, really tired. I was coming from the church and I'm like, oh my God, what am I doing? Why am I doing it? It was very, you know, it was a bit funny to me but i have been, been listening to some people like you should do that but then i have found um my way uh, to be connected i don't know it's just being happy and when you are happy when you're let's say uh, i don't know flying in the clouds <laughs> in some way it helps a lot but on the other hand you have to stand um on your feet on this ground very important if you will not then people will think that you are a bit weird yes and it reminds me of the bhava gita from the hindus that it says it's much better to fail by following your own journey and path than to succeed by following another person's journey and path or the wrong path so that's yeah. to you is also what Joseph Campbell does, and he was wonderful. I don't know whether you know you know about him. He is 
also the reason why Star Wars was following that hero's journey. And he studied all the mythologies and stories, the folklore stories from the world. And he found that there is a common thing. And the summary of it is that to have a happy life, you should follow your heart and bliss. And that your heart will always guide you to the right way. And to me, I feel, look, people say, oh, this is the right way to do X, Y, Z, but it's the right way for them. It doesn't mean it has to be for you. Because I believe a lot of people can do the wrong thing. And even if objectively it is right, at some point they will self-sabotage because their heart doesn't agree. And it's much better to do something less effective, but your heart loves it so you can do it forever than to do the effective thing that you hate every day and you return home. And I discovered something new. It's called revenge insomnia. And especially in Korea and Japan, but many parts of the world where people feel they hate their job, that they're controlled by their boss and everything. So they return home and they refuse to sleep because they want to make sure they live part of the day in the way that they want. And therefore, they will be tired all the time, Mm -hmm. but they feel more in control because during the night they will do everything like watch whatever series or waste time in any way or do a productive thing. But it's revenge because they say, no, I don't accept to let people control my life all day and then sleep to return to another day where I am just a machine. I will not sleep much, but I will live during that time. Do you have a comment on this as well Mm -hmm. as why cats? Why not any other animals? I know you love them all. But why didn't you say like puppies or squirrels or anything else? I'll tell you why. Um, Your first question uh, about people who are not happy with their work. I think that it's better to have a job that is uh, giving, bringing them less cash, but the job that they will really enjoy. That they will feel uh, that they're really like um, enjoying life, not wasting their life. It's important. And why cats? Because I have cats at home. I didn't have dogs. Maybe I would love to have one day, but for now I cannot do that because, you know, I actually do not know what is going to be tomorrow. Um, I'm, let's say, uh, planning my future and uh, I don't know, maybe who knows, maybe I'll relocate somewhere and I would love my animals to feel comfortable and safe. I know that if I will leave a dog, uh, you know, in Ukraine for some time, he will miss me more than cats. Cats are okay. They can... They can, I hope, live without me. I don't want that, but I hope. That reminds me of your friend, Valerie, who said the same thing. We don't know what will happen tomorrow. So we have to keep taking action and moving forward no matter what. He said that he doesn't know whether tomorrow will be a good day or a bad day or not. Because that's what I spoke to him about. I said, you know... A lot of people think that entrepreneurs, especially successful ones, are like superhuman beings who know everything. But in reality, 
there is also a lot of good fortune and everything. And we spoke about that. And he agreed that, you know, he shared with this thought and his thought that he doesn't know what will happen tomorrow, whether he'll stay uh, in a good way or not. But all he knows, he will keep going forward. To ask you now, because you mentioned relocating three times. Now I have to ask you. Yeah. Why did you choose to stay and live in Ukraine? Why do you have this thought about relocating? And when you were in Turkey or any of the places you might have visited, mm -hmm. what did you miss about Ukraine? I, uh, you know, when I go somewhere, it's always nice to change the place. But uh, there is something that... Um, that want me to go back. I don't know what is that. I, I really miss Ukraine. There is no reason, you know, why I miss it. Maybe because I was born here. Maybe because I have my people here. I have my friends here. Maybe because of them. I don't know. Maybe if I lived in another country and I had my family and friends there, I would be okay. And I wouldn't want to turn back the way I really wanted because I lived in Turkey for some time and it is a nice place but I missed Ukraine so much now I have to ask because that's really really wonderful and you had this speaking about some unexplainable forces <laughs> that are operating but to ask you one guest two actually Stefania and another guest they said there is this special unique energy in Kiev that they don't feel anywhere else and it's really the energy of the city that is making them love it and feel that there is so much possibilities there. What do you say and what can you say about the energy of Kiev as a city in a metaphysical term? How mm -hmm. do you feel it and is it really true or is that energy just a, another word for something else not the energy you speak about well i think um every place every city in the world have their own um, energy but while i'm here i understand that there are some regions here in uh, kiev places here in kiev that i love more than other ones so um, i i think yes it's about the energy like i feel very relaxed and comfortable being somewhere like in one place for example and in another place i i, I even though it's in kiev i don't feel nice i feel a bit maybe worried i don't know i don't know it is somehow actually unexplainable thing but it's true then i have to ask you because in french you know they have this kind of saying that to be an artist you have to live a tragedy and be tortured all your life to create great art <laughs> that's what the french people say i don't know whether that's positive or not but do you feel that maybe there is some um subconscious pattern that of a martyr or of a, an artist that is always struggling emotionally, that is operating and not really objective? Or do you really think 
that there are places and parts and people? I mean, I know it is, but do you think it comes more from the outside that is in reality? Things are not as good as they should be in the world and therefore it affects your emotions? Or is it a self-fulfillment prophecy of a pattern of needing to struggle in order to be an artist that is operating? Just curious about this. I think it's not about what uh, what's outside. It's about us more. It's about our experience, about our pain uh, in the past. You know, not not everyone are unhappy. Let's say like that. Uh, you can meet a lot of amazing, happy people. Um, but it's not it's not about what what is uh, going on uh, outside. Uh, it's just um, the perspective, like how you see it, how you see the world. So either you're seeing good things in your because you have good in yourself, or you see bad things because there's something wrong in you, and you have to work on it. That's it. Yes, it's like Shakespeare says that there is no good or bad in the world, but thinking maketh so. And anyway, I'm paraphrasing. And then rational emotive behavioral therapy, which is very good by by Albert Ellis, he speaks about this, that human beings mess themselves up. You can be the best parent, and I know you mentioned that parents are not perfect, but according to him, even the best parent, sometimes you're busy, and your child comes and you cannot give them attention. And then the child will think, oh, my God, I'm not the most important. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm not important. And then they will have some psychological problems, even though you were perfect 99.999%. But in that moment, you can give them 100% attention. Mm-hmm. And suddenly they will create this whole struggle in their emotions and in psychology just because of something that was not even true. but children just will understand things in a vulnerable way yes okay this is beautiful we're already speaking almost 45 minutes i want this part can you please think Mm -hmm. what kind of okay it's a two kind of question but it's the same thing okay one of them either if you could now return in time to you at 17 when you first arrived to kiev and you will give yourself advice that will change your life, what would that advice be? So that's a one possibility, and I like it. Or is there something, a learning, an understanding that you had in 2020 because of the isolation and the, uh, the coronavirus and the changes in the world that you can share with the listeners so maybe they can hear your thoughts and benefit from this learning or advice Mm -hmm. well the first thing um of course it didn't come to me um very quickly i had to work on it um first and foremost is um to be um to believe in yourself uh, and be strong Believe in yourself and be confident. Um, it really doesn't come quickly. You have to, you have to do something to become um, a better person, a stronger person, a person who is uh, ready to live happy 
you know, who's ready to be happy. And what I understood uh, while a lockdown was, uh, there, are, there are a lot of things uh, I was understanding this whole time, but in this year, probably it's always nice to, um, and actually very important, to work on yourself. The, the, the more you will um, work on yourself, make yourself better, um, be happy and all this stuff, the more the world will be in sync with you, the more the people you meet will be better because really I have met a lot of great people uh, this year. And um, I think it's for a reason. It's not that I have been sitting and doing nothing. Um, yeah, that's it. Thank you. It's wonderful. So I want you to share two things in the end, which is my typical final thing. If you were to explain what Kiev, Ukraine, the Ukrainians are to a foreigner who never visited, how would you describe it and maybe the things you like the most? even if you mentioned some before, what would you say? And if people wish to learn more about you, to communicate, what are the best ways? And I will write those in the description because I always ask people, some say email, some say Instagram, some LinkedIn, whatever. What is the best way to follow you? Maybe YouTube, I don't know. Yeah, um, actually about Kiev first. Uh, Kiev uh, really has some unique energy and we have a lot of great people, people who are ready to help uh, with open hearts, people who, um, who are kind. Well, not all of them, of course, because we have different people, but most of them are very kind. Um, actually, it's hard to say something something that uh i don't know something different it's just it's just all the same the energy is amazing people are good um sorry what was your second question i forgot <laughs> if people want to learn more about you to listen maybe okay. to your music maybe yeah. to communicate with you what mm -hmm. are the best links yeah uh, it's my instagram account uh, if uh, if someone wants to listen to my music, welcome to my Instagram. I will write it in the description. Sasha, it was a pleasure. Yes. I enjoyed it personally and I learned a lot. And I wish you a brilliant day. Thank you so much. Same to you. Bye.